getting the best out of LinkedIn. This is the Learning Podcast with Ennio Sung. Welcome to today's episode of the Learning with me, Ennio Sung at Global.media. See, LinkedIn has suddenly introduced caps on the connection requests that you can send. Given that reaching out to new people is one of the best things about LinkedIn, it kind of frustrates me that LinkedIn makes this change and tries to be what I call unsociable. Before I vent, uh, what are the new caps? Because LinkedIn won't tell us. More importantly, why are they there? And how can we as marketers get around the new limits? So on today's learning, I was aiming to vent my total frustration that LinkedIn's caps that have suddenly come in the last couple of months. Now, after a little research, I thought, let me try and offer constructive ways forward. That way, I'm not just screaming and shouting into the microphone. Because no one's going to listen to that, really, and you get nothing from it. See, I've done a little research, so let me share with you what I found. And, there's, you know, there's better ways that we can get around LinkedIn caps. That means we can't send as many connection requests as we used to be able to send. So, what's changed? If you go back to February, and I know you can send 300 connection requests to people every week without a problem. Now, I usually sent 150 connection requests on my LinkedIn days. That's about twice a week. Suddenly, all of that stopped going towards the end of February. Suddenly, it started seeing warning messages from LinkedIn and notifications saying that you are viewing too many profiles. See, over the days, weeks, and months since February, it seems that LinkedIn has been getting more and more stringent. That's probably the word for it. What I call more and more unsociable. Essentially, they're limiting the numbers progressively almost each week. Like I said in the introduction, my frustration is that LinkedIn doesn't tell you what these caps are. And the problem is that if you don't know what the caps are, you can easily land yourself in trouble with LinkedIn. But you don't end up so much in LinkedIn jail. Essentially, your account gets suspended from making new connections for a period. But that's the rest of the week, or that's a longer period. Essentially, if we don't know what these caps are, how are we meant to work with them? See, if I haven't been honest, I'll say I've always feared that LinkedIn would change, much like every other technology platform that we use. Facebook changes periodically. Facebook changes algorithm, or Google changes its algorithm. Suddenly, we are somewhat stuck. Many people go out of business when big platforms make changes. Every tool I use makes changes. Some help you, many frustrate you. But as I knew this day would come when LinkedIn would change how it worked and essentially throw my business model some of my services, and even my lead generation strategy to dogs. So I, I can't say I was surprised when I suddenly saw things were changing. But I've tried to spend the last couple of months to understand exactly what it is that these new limits are on connection requests and how we can work around them. Because work around them, we certainly have to. Okay, so you can think of me as being like a kid whose parents warn you about going to the edge of the cliff. I actively push LinkedIn. I actually push LinkedIn's boundaries daily. You know, I'm the one who's gone to the edge of LinkedIn cliff to see what's on the other side. 
I can tell myself that it's in the spirit of making sure that I'm not just giving you my opinions. I'm actually giving you something I actually work with. So now, like I said, I've also consulted that great oracle we call Google to see what other experts are saying about these recent changes. So what have I found? What are the caps and what can you do about them? Well, before I go on to what I found, and listen, I'm always wary of what we call LinkedIn experts in the inverted commas. You know, there's many people that wake up, write a blog, and then think that makes them LinkedIn experts. It doesn't quite work like that. The difference between people you can trust, so thought leaders, and what I call wannabes or newbies. You want to be able to trust people who have actually been there, seen it, and done it. If you want to know what an expert looks like, so I found an article on Sales Hacker, which I thought was quite useful. They say that basically people that you trust, the people that you call experts and thought leaders on how much knowledge they have about a topic, on the level of experience about the topic, and understanding different contexts that the topic is applied. Please, now bear this in mind when I tell you what I found about what we can do on LinkedIn going forward. See, one post says that you're allowed to make 3,000 invites and you can send as many as you want per day. But you have to enter a capture for every invite that's over 100 cents in a 24-hour period. That's clearly old news. Like I say, there's new caps that you can't get anywhere near sending 100 you know, connection request a day. So, you know, expert? Oh, well. I'm not sure it's best actually, it's actually doing LinkedIn lead generation and making connections on LinkedIn as we speak. Now, another post says that LinkedIn recently started cracking down on the number of invites you can send with an upper limit of 100 a week. So, and I found another post that says exactly the same thing, almost word for word. If I didn't know better, I would have said these two posts were written or at least plagiarized on the same dodgy information. I'm not going to be rude and say garbage. I'm not that type of person. So now we've got two views. You know, 100 every 24 hours, and you've got 100 a week. So yet another expert, and this person does say that they are a sales trainer, what they've done is consult with other experts on LinkedIn. And they say that the number of connection requests you can send per day depends on the type of LinkedIn account you have. So essentially they're saying that if you've got a free LinkedIn account, then you can send X number of connections per day. If you've got a LinkedIn premium account, you can send another number of connection requests per day. And if you've got a sales navigator account, you can send even more connection requests per day. So let's break that down. They say if you've got a free LinkedIn account, you can send up to 50 connection requests per day. If you've got a premium account, a premium subscription, you can send 100 to 125 connection requests per day. Apparently, if you've got Sales Navigator, you can send no more than 200 to 225 connection requests per day. Right, I love experts, but you know, it's weird when they, they're all wrong. You see, like I said, I know from looking over the edge of LinkedIn jail every single day that all of these people are just, they're just playing wrong. These new caps on connection requests are much stricter, much harsher 
than those numbers suggest. So take it from me, someone who works on LinkedIn every day and have done for years, someone who reads plenty about LinkedIn, or someone who uses LinkedIn for many different types of clients. You know, literally, I'll tell you what I've seen happen, and you can then work out what you can do to keep within the limits that LinkedIn's now giving us without telling us. See, I've seen many accounts that suddenly get flagged up by LinkedIn when you send just 40 connection requests. So literally, I'd send 40 connection requests that's in one go, or however you, know, however you do it, and suddenly you get messages saying you're looking at too many profiles. Similarly, I've seen, and I've got many, I've got a few accounts that can go up to 200 connection requests per week. I can say for sure that you can send 45 connection request messages per day without a problem on most accounts. Now, see, I know from my careful research and counting that many accounts max out at roughly 140 to 160 connection requests per week. On average, I get through 120 connection requests for me and my clients. That's per week, by the way. Now, let me tell you, because I've got sales navigator, obviously, and many of my clients do too. It doesn't make a difference whether you pay for LinkedIn or not. Whether you've got sales navigator or you've got a premium membership or subscription, you've still got exactly the same lower limits as the free accounts do. Pay doesn't get you anywhere. So LinkedIn tells us that they will temporarily restrict an account from sending invitations to people for these reasons. If you sent many invitations in a short space of time, if many of your invitations are being ignored or left pending or marked as spam by people who receive them, also, LinkedIn says very clearly that all members are subject to invitation limits and restrictions. Furthermore, you can't buy or acquire any more invitations once you've reached the limit that LinkedIn gives you without telling you is your limit until they tell you that you've gone past your limit. So I've read somewhere that the maximum number of invites someone can send per week depends on an algorithm of their invite acceptance rate combined with some account activity measures, whatever that means. So that's likes, shares, and whatever else. You see, where LinkedIn says that these new caps are a hard and fast rule, I can't help but believe that there's some algorithm playing a part, a role in how many connection requests that you can send from your account. I say that, but simply because I found that the larger accounts are able to make more connections or send more connection requests before get being flagged. Similarly, some of the accounts that have high connection rates in proportion to how many invites you send tend to not get flagged up as much. And also accounts that have highest engagement, so people actually connect, accepting your connection request and engaging with you, really seem to get flagged at all. Unless there's a little man at LinkedIn peddling away and looking at all the screens of millions of people, there must be a system behind him in the background that will flag up accounts based on the rules that LinkedIn knows. See, my problem is not so much 
that many connection requests you can send. Ah, okay, maybe it is. Now that's one of my problems, right? What annoys me, what really does mean, is the fact that LinkedIn's algorithm is suspect from my point of view and inconsistent. I don't understand a platform like LinkedIn that will send you a message saying, you've gone past your limits, you can log into your account again and make more connections on this date. And then when you log in on that date, you still can't make connections. In other words, the date they're giving you is already passed. It just, it baffles me. It really baffles me. I've also had LinkedIn say that they've sent a verification code to, to an email account and they've said nothing. Then suddenly the account is working again. See, I'm annoyed because LinkedIn is just becoming so random in how it decides which accounts to flag and what's permissible on, on the platform. So I say again, like if you break the rules, you risk having your account blocked and your activities curtailed. So the rent over, let's, let's move on to now. Why has LinkedIn gone down this road to limit collection requests that we can send? LinkedIn would block your account and reserve the right to block your account permanently if you're using tools, you know, what LinkedIn calls non-human behavior. If you're using automation to send connection requests, LinkedIn will tend to jump on you and be harsher on you in terms of how they deal with your restrictions. See, for most people, any block on your connection requests because you've gone over the limit is temporary. But it's normally gone within days, at least then by next week, it'll be gone. If you've gone past your weekly connection request limit, then you can obviously start again on a Monday. LinkedIn's week starts on Monday, it goes on to Friday, it goes on to Sunday, the best of times. Anyway, so don't use automation tools. That's certainly one of the first rules in terms of why LinkedIn will want to limit the number of connections that we can send. See, but here's the weird thing. In the days where you could send hundreds of connection requests, using a tool would make sense. And it would be quite obvious using a tool. If you're making 500 connection requests per day, that's superhuman effort. But let me tell you, I can easily send 45 connection request messages several times a day. You know, anyone who can do cut and paste at a decent rate and search LinkedIn properly for target clients can cut and paste messages that easily exceed LinkedIn's new caps. So, you know, it's not clear how LinkedIn can work out they're using tools or not. So let's go back to why does LinkedIn have these new limits? So the common view is that this rule is finally going to eliminate annoying spammy messages on LinkedIn. I've seen somewhere it says that this limitation will greatly reduce the number of spammy accounts running on LinkedIn. Look, some people don't like getting messages from people on LinkedIn or connection requests messages especially. That's fine. And there's the sort of people who would do scaremongering and write the low numbers and talk gibber on what you can do on LinkedIn. You know, back to my point about experts, you know, people who just talk or talk from a point of view, not worth listening to. I can tell you for sure that 
many people use LinkedIn because it works and there's nothing quite like it in terms of generating leads, connecting you with your target market. So we're not just going to disappear off LinkedIn just like that because they've set new limits. See, LinkedIn says themselves, they say, we have the invitation limits in place to protect our overall member experience and to ensure that our members only receive relevant requests. See, this may well be the case. You know, I can fully understand that, obviously, if you send better quality connection requests, then you get better quality responses. That makes simple sense. I mean, the fact that I haven't really seen a drop-off in the number of leads we generate for our clients on LinkedIn, despite this connection request caps, it makes me believe and agree with LinkedIn to a degree that sending fewer messages, you can improve the relevance of how LinkedIn works for you. You can improve the relevance of the content in your LinkedIn feed. And also you can improve your experience of using LinkedIn as a whole. Now, when it comes to saying why is LinkedIn introduced to this new commercial request cap, LinkedIn goes on to say that they recommend that you send an email to introduce yourself and explain why you want to connect to someone that you haven't met yet. For those of you who don't know, email is a paid for LinkedIn tool. You have to get a subscription to premium and that gives you access to email and you can buy even more emails to send messages to people that you don't know. See, part of me can't help but think that LinkedIn is trying to make us pay for these paid services. You know, emails is certainly a way to reach more people on LinkedIn. And also ads is another way to reach more people on LinkedIn. These are ways that sort of take you away from the free connection request facility that LinkedIn has always given us. The LinkedIn further advises us to use alternatives to connecting with people, including following people and joining groups. I don't understand why LinkedIn is trying to be unsociable. See, when LinkedIn starts suggesting that you follow people, perhaps I'm just wrong. You see, when you follow someone on LinkedIn that you're not connected with, essentially, you get to see their content, much like every other social media platform, much like Facebook and Twitter and everywhere else, Instagram. So if I follow you, I can see your posts, I can see what you like, I can comment on what you share publicly on LinkedIn. Sounds good. I'm not against that, but I haven't got time really to be liking people's content on LinkedIn. You know, I do, we do more connections with target markets than engaging like LinkedIn is, is a new Facebook, it's not. The weird thing about following someone is that you can see them engage with their content, but they can't see your content. That's what I find rather odd. Like I say, following people, you know, if that's the way they're trying to push us into, to be, to be more like a social media platform, then so be it. There is a hidden thing behind the following people. You know, you can follow people using LinkedIn's open profile on premium. There's an open profile feature on premium that lets you message people who are on premium who agree to have open profiles. Obviously, they've got to pay for premium to have that premium membership. Again, back to my point about LinkedIn trying to make us pay and you know, reward those who pay to use the platform. 
more than people who ordinarily would just like to connect with people they're looking for. Now, I say again, I'm not into LinkedIn for being social. I'm into LinkedIn for connecting with the right people and building relationships. So I'm not about to start using likes or follows unless I really have to on LinkedIn. Right. So again, I'm sure LinkedIn wants to make money, but now for us, generating leases is the game. Especially if you want to grow your business. So how do we get around these new connection request caps that LinkedIn suddenly brought in? You know, there are a few good ideas I've seen around and there are a few that I find myself that work. See, one simple way that you can try is to try and solicit invites to connect with people on LinkedIn. So essentially, you, know, you can create a one-click invitation link where people will take people to your LinkedIn page and your LinkedIn profile and then get them to invite you to connect with them. I like, I like the one-click link idea because you can stick it anywhere. You can stick it on your website, you can stick it on your email, you can put it on posts, you can put it anywhere. And essentially, what's now, by getting people to invite you to connect with them, you don't use your limits, your connection request limits, and you can't get flagged for sending spam or for being marked as I don't know. Essentially, now these new limits don't apply to you. You can get them to try and connect with you instead. Obviously, you have to give people a good reason to want to connect with you. I'm going to make sure that your link is in the right places, in front of the right people. So at the heart of these new LinkedIn changes is the idea that you can't just send connection requests randomly anymore. You can't just send connection requests willy-nilly. You really have to think very carefully who you want to connect with and why you want to connect with them. It's what I call hyper-targeting. That is how we manage to stay where we are and generate the same number of leads than we ever have. You see, when you know your target market and you can hyper-focus on targeting them specifically, you can find them on LinkedIn, then they will connect with you. And I back to my point about those who engage with you, those who connect with your high numbers, they tend to not affect or at least limits your connection request caps as much. Obviously, when you're going to hyper-target people on LinkedIn, it makes sense that you also have to make sure that your message is right. Now, and your message essentially must be personalized and it must have a hook based on the points of connection, the points of similarity, a point of a mutual shared you know, point based on the recipient's profile. People want to do business with people who understand the situation, understand the problems. I pretty much like them. So you have to try and get across in a very succinct way how you can potentially help people and what you have in common. Get those two things right and you're halfway there. So let's go on to what else you can do to generate 
more connections and not to burn up your connection request limits. I say now look for people that can give you warm referrals. So you know, if you want to connect with someone, have you got a connection already with someone else who knows them? Essentially, by getting someone else to introduce you to person X, then, you know, let's say in a group chat, as an example, on LinkedIn, you know, you don't burn your connection request and you have every chance of that connection request being accepted because the person now knows who you are. You know, you can spend a lot of time trying to find mutual connections who can help you out that way you're not sending cold messages, cold connection requests to people necessarily. But if you have to send cold connection request messages, then make sure you get to the right people and also they send the right messages. The one thing I found is that it helps to break up the number of messages that you send. So even though our daily limit is 45 you know, at max per day, don't send 45 messages at once. Some LinkedIn they will think that you're using an automation tool. So spread out your connection requests over the day and also over the week. On some accounts, what I need to work on every other day. Even then, I vary the number I do on, on you know, each of those days. But I also vary to when I send one load of messages, when I send a second load of messages, when I send a third load of, message, of messages. Yeah, if you spread out your connection request messages, you look much less likely to get, to get flagged up by LinkedIn. It may seem obvious, but not, not everyone seems to you know, necessarily know. Look, if LinkedIn flags up your account for sending too many, too many messages and for viewing too many profiles, take a break. Simply just take a break, you know, give it a rest. You know, like I said earlier, any restrictions on a connection request is temporary. If you reach your limit, you're gonna to have to wait anyway till next week or to LinkedIn says you have to wait. So if LinkedIn pipes up, flags up your activity, then pause for the week, you know, pause for a few days, then go back and essentially, you know, I'm sure you can do what you're doing before. Another great strategy that I recommend is use your connections that you have already. Reaching out to new people obviously is ideal, but it's not the only way to use LinkedIn. If you built up a decent number of connections, not all of them would have bought from you. So message them individually and find out who could be interested in doing business with you. At least someone who's interested in how you help people. You know, you can utilize your first level connections a lot more as well as making new connections, knowing that your new connections are going to be slower to build from, from here on in. I mean, your existing connections, they know you already. And obviously there's no limits how many of those you can talk to in, in any one day, week, or a period. Last I say about when I get around LinkedIn's connection request caps is use other people's connections. You got friends who have big networks, big number of connections on LinkedIn, then only by asking, you can easily partner with them 
that way you can message their network. And it's not rocket science, obviously, you know, if they're willing to give you access to the network, then you are not having to use your collection request limits. Obviously, there's an issue of whether they've got a targeted network that fits your target market or whether they have random network of connections. Either way, it's worth looking at what other people have and trying to message people who would connect to people that you know already. Look, as frustrating as LinkedIn's new connection requests caps are, as much as they are frustrating, they will certainly reduce the number of connection requests that you can send. You know, I don't think it just stops LinkedIn being still the best network for finding and connecting with your ideal clients explicitly as LinkedIn allows. So whilst accepting that it will take longer to generate the same number of connections, you just have to find better ways to get the prospects, which comes down to hyper-targeting, better messaging, Okay, I dare say from episodes that I've recorded, and I'm sure you know you, you get to listen to it if you haven't already, is looking at your LinkedIn profile so that you attract the right people to you so that way you don't have to reach out so much to even more people. That's the next episode of The Learning. I hope you carry on getting results from LinkedIn that will know are possible. As always, I'll say, don't forget to like, share, or follow this podcast series. You obviously can always get in touch if you want some advice about how LinkedIn can work for your business. Until our next episode of The Learning, then enjoy. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of The Learning Podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast to stay ahead of your competition on LinkedIn and head to global.media.com to find out more.